Welcome to Real Black Antonis One Podcast. This is Big BJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to have some real talk, right? We're going to have some real talk because, see, black folks in America have been chosen and have been handpicked to be the biggest victims in this country, right? We have a total victim consciousness in this country, black folks. We're the biggest victims ever, right? And because we are the biggest victims, right, we're going to be fed with that spoon every single day, every year, all this year, the year before this, the year before that. I don't care who is president. I don't care who is governor, who's over the whatever political office, don't matter. We're going to sit in that high chair, right? We got the high chair. We in the bib. We got our bib on. And um, America has on the spoon, right, feeding us victimhood every day. And we're eating it, and we're getting bigger, and we're getting stronger, and we're going to be the biggest victims in the country. And it's going to stay that way because this is what we love to eat. This is our daily dose, right? So we're going to go over the news cycle for like the last seven to 10 days. And I'm going to point something out because it's just, I mean, wow, man, it's just so out in the open at this point, but we don't see it. Right. And just because somebody bringing something to you, they're not bringing, you know, certain things is, well, I ain't going to even, we'll get into that later. Right. And when I say black folks, I mean, all of us, right. I mean, um, I mean, foundational black Americans, I mean, ADOS Americans, I mean, Hebrew Israelite Americans, and I don't know what else we call ourselves, right? The American Negro, we are the Aboriginal Americans now, we black Indians, right? We, everybody, grandmama is Indian, so we all Indian now. Um, We are um, black Muslim Americans, we're black Christian Americans, all of us, everybody. Eating off that same spoon, right? And I'm going to just, we're going to, we having a conversation, right? We're just having a conversation. New York Times, right? We're going to look at a story. We kind of looked at the whole story before, right? We had like a previous conversation about this. But the headline is that Virginia opens investigation over army officer who was pepper sprayed, right? And um, if you're not in the know, uh, well, let me give you the, the gist of it, right? What happened, right? In short, what happened is this. Army lieutenant. The police got behind them, right? Two devils. They hit the sirens on. You know, they end up they in their police car. They got their not a planes car, a real police car. They in full dress uniform as police officers, right? There, no undercovers, nothing like that. So when he seen the lights and everything, he knew that these were officers. He drove a whole mile. He didn't pull over. He seen the lights. One squad car is behind him. He drove a whole mile. By the time he pulled over, there's two squad cars there now. The other squad car, no. Real professional police cars, the lights is going, the pistols is out. They asked the guy 35 times to get out of the car, 35 times to get out of the car. He don't get out the car. They put some mace in his face. They asked him to get on the ground by 10 times. He didn't do that neither. I don't know. It's just, but hey, I'm not a police officer, right? After all that, the guy said he's going to sue. That's his business. It is what it is. He's a victim. We get it, right? Now, we just having a conversation, right? 
we go through the comments and we're reading what people are putting down and we respect everybody's position. But my position is saying, okay, well, man, you know, bro, you, you drove a whole mile after they put the lights on behind you. I don't know what you expected to, I don't know like what chain of events did you expect to happen after that? Right. I'm just thinking like this. That can make a good training video. Wherever, everything that we've seen on that video, it's almost as if the youth should see this as what not to do. Because that's how life works. You see somebody do something. It doesn't work out. It doesn't look favorable. You say, oh, I'm going to do the opposite of what he did. So if he drove a whole mile when the police put their sirens on and he drove a whole mile before he pulled over, I won't do that. I just pull right over. Right? I like the way he had his hands not the window and everything. That's cool. I think that was cool. But I'm not going to drive a whole mile. And if they ask me to get out of the car, I got my hands up. Okay, I'm going to get out of the car. I'm not going to let nobody tell me to get out of the car 35 times. It's just not going to work that way. Now, I can see it that way. But I understand a lot of our people, they won't be able to see it that way because it's a victim consciousness mentality. They got a hold. Oh, look what they're doing to him. Yeah, I see what they're doing to him. I got the same eyes as you. Okay, well, how would you would have handled it? If you are the police officer and you have you want to pull somebody over for whatever reason that you feel like you want to pull them over and you hit the sirens and they drive a whole mile, what do you do when he pull over? Hey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> hey, buddy, I maybe you didn't see the flashing blue lights for a whole mile. Maybe you didn't see it. No, I don't think none of us would approach it like that, but that's okay because that's not what this conversation is about, right? But that's been going on in the news cycle. Okay, we we've seen it. We we are everybody's up to speed. We're gonna go to Minnesota, right? This is Minnesota. This is CNN. Police fire tear gas at protesters in a second night of demonstrations after Minnesota officer fatally shoots black man. Right? This is a horrible story. To me, what happened is it's like really no excuse. I don't got the the short in this is that. I think it was a female officer. She thought it was a taser. It was a strap. She killed the brother. His life is gone forever. Now, this is a reality, right? So now we have seven to ten day news cycle. We got black man in Minnesota shot and killed. And it's just going to be a matter of time before they, um, the media is tricky. We're going to talk about that later. Because what they're going to do is this. They put the story out as a victim first. They sell that. They're selling it because we are going to these publications. All right, maybe let me let me back up a little bit, right? Because this is how the whole thing works. The other story about the lieutenant, New York Times has always been talking about it, but this is how it really works. You got all these big platforms and publications. You got New York Times, you got Detroit News, Detroit Free Press, you got New York Post, you got Associated Press, you have um LA Times talking about it, then it's on CNN, BSNBC, or MSNBC, take your pick. It's on Fox News, it's on ABC, CBS, it's on all these networks. They're all talking about the same story, right? Because what happens is that this drives you to the TV to see what's going on. What's the change in events, right? You just so you just want to know. And then once they sell you on what happened and they give you your daily dose of, you know, victimhood, 
as a black and brown person, they wait a few days. And when that calms down, they give you the suspect hood story, right? So like this young brother lost his life in Minnesota. Okay. Right now, the media cycle is working one angle because it makes money. They're working the victim angle first. And then you're going to go out, you're going to protest, you're going to tear down all these stores. And then that's cool because when you tear down these stores, they act like they care, but they really don't care. Because, see, the city makes money off these riots, right? Minnesota, that city in Minnesota is going to make some money because once you have a riot, the law enforcement is going to come in. They're going to write tickets for everything. I mean, jaywalking tickets. Uh, they're going to say you threw something. They're going to hand out. You know, they're going to take a lot of these protesters. They're going to make them felons because they're going to say they was hitting government property and they kicked the police car, whatever. So everybody's going to be a felon. Everybody's going to be on paperwork. Everybody going downtown. A lot of people going to jail. They're going to get processed. And when you go to jail, you in that racket. Everything downtown costs money. So law enforcement is going to make some money. Not only that, they're going to write a bunch of tickets up. All these officers now are working overtime. Thanks to your emotions, nonetheless. Right? They're going to work overtime. So instead of having their regular weekly 800 buck check, maybe, they're going to have a twelve or $1,300 check thanks to you. Right? Then when you tear down the business, white contractors is going to thank you because that business owner... That franchise owner, when somebody tear down the auto zone or the O'Reilly's part or whatever the case may be, and that white insurance company come in and they write that check to that owner, what the owner do, he's going to pay white contractors to come in and fix the windows because you don't own that business. He's going to pay white-owned electrical companies that own wire harnesses and things of that nature to come back in and do the wiring because, see, you don't own that business. You just got emotional and burned the place down. But the money, see, so it's like a mini stimulus package when you get mad. White folks have figured out how to get rich or black folks' anger. See, everything you do, they get they make money off of. But maybe that's a different story for a different day, right? So that's the first angle, victimhood. Then after they sell the victimhood and you riot and they make money off of all of that, then they come back and sell you suspecthood. They're going to show old videos of the guy. He's fighting his baby mama. He's fighting somebody. He's no angel. He had coke in the car, three or four guns in the car. He used to sell dope. He used to do this. He used to do that. Then they sell you suspecthood. And you're tuning in to the same publications, the one that showed you the story, like CNN, that sold you the victimhood story. They're going to be the same publication to come back to sell you the suspecthood story. See, that's how it works. And they go through this over and over and over again. And everybody's making money off your pain. Because you're the victim. So we have to market it to you. Because we have always told you, you black and round person in this country, you're the victim. Right? But look, let me show you something else about victimhood. Right? This is the thing that I think we can have a great conversation about. I don't want to talk so much about... Um, like the lieutenant, right? Because he got he may get a bag, it looks like it. And then the young brother that lost his life in Minnesota, uh, I'm pretty sure being Crump is on the way. Right? This is serious business, no joking. I'm pretty sure being Crump is on the way. And it's another lawyer that go along with him. And uh being Crump is not gonna get anybody nobody goes to jail when he shows up. When he shows up, it's check writing time. It's time to get the check. 
He's going to pull the family to the side, work a deal, get them a check. The police officer may get may get fired, but nobody's going to jail. It doesn't it, that, it doesn't even happen that way. So we're going to look at some statistics now, right? Right. We're going to talk about statistics in America, and we're going to talk about the number of people shot to death by the police in the United States from 2017 to 2021 by race. It's a breakdown. Everybody can see it. And if you can't see it, because I understand that this platform is just audio form as well, right? We on iTunes, Spotify, etc. 457 so-called white people have been shot and killed by the police, right? And then we see second is black and then Hispanic is third, other than unknown, right? We might get into that later. We're talking about victim consciousness of black folks. So there's numbers that we can throw out. There's numbers we can throw out, right? There's numbers that we can really, really throw out. But the 457 is what I want to concentrate on. Now, in the last 7 to 10 days, news cycle, you've seen a lieutenant pepper sprayed by the police, the story that happened in Minnesota, right? And then you're going to have a lot more. Like, you know who Mike Brown is. You know who Sandra Bland is. You know who uh, Eric Gardner is, right? We all know who Tamir Rice is. That was a total travesty. We seen public servants do a drive-by on a young kid in a park playing by itself. We all seen it, right? More often than not, though, we witness these activities through the body cam of the officers, right? We can see it through the body cam. They show us the body cam video. When the, the guys getting pepper sprayed in Virginia by the two devils, it was the pepper spray we seen through the body cam. That's how we knew everything that happened. And then when we see the young brother lose his life in Minnesota, we seen it through the body cam. Now, let's just pull back because this is what I mean about victim consciousness. How did they show you these body cam videos and why did they show them to you? I'm talking to black and brown people. You think that these platforms showed you that to give you the truth about what's going on? You think they showed you that so, like, you can be warned of how, how to properly move? Or, um, they were going to keep this a secret, but we let the truth out. We're just really doing our good journalism. This is why they're showing you these activities. No, they're not showing you that to bring you up to speed about nothing. They're showing you that because you're the only one that's going to pay attention. And when you pay attention, they make more money with that. You're going to come to these publications. You probably never go to the New York Times. You went now. You probably never look at CNN, but you look now. So they get this. See, it's all this attention, this energy. And they take this energy. And now they go and do business with your black energy. So they take all this black pain. Because you sh- you're looking at the story on social network, you're sharing it all over the place, you're tagging people in it and all that. You're gaining all this attention and all this steam. And then once these CNNs of the world and BSNBCs and ABCs and um, all these Fox News, once they get all this attention balled up, they go to the advertisers and they charge them more money off your pain. They charge them more money off your pain because you're the only one going to pay attention. But when we look at the the sheer numbers, 457 white folks 
white men, white women was killed by the police. Where's that body cam video at? Could you name me five people? Now, I know you know who uh, Mike Brown is and George Floyd. And I know you can give me a whole list. You put, I see you guys, you walk around with it on the shirt. Look what's happening to us. Look, they always, they always shooting us, blase, blase. Okay, that's the reality. It happened. But 457 white folks were shot. Could you name me five? Could you name me three? Could you name me two? Can you give me two names? Where's that body cam video at? How come they keep showing you and they don't show them? Because they're dying too. More of them are dying. So we should have at least 457 body cam views of white folks being shot and killed by the police. But you don't have that. You know why they wouldn't even put that out? Because them folks don't even care like that. They're not going to pay that no attention. See, white folks come out to see everybody. See, everything outside your front door is business. It's business. And those folks understand that when you want to hurt something, you don't, you don't give it any of your attention. You don't pay attention to something that you don't like. When you do not like something, you don't pay it any attention. You pay it no mind because you take the energy from it. So ain't nobody finna come out when Timothy gets shot and Jeremy gets shot and they pour Misty over and they pepper spray Misty. You think, listen, they just showed you a lieutenant that got pepper sprayed. You think that was that pepper spray is only for him? <laughs> you think that pepper spray is only being used on black and brown people? Where's the video footage when they pepper spray white folks? They're not going to put that on TV. Nobody's going to even pay attention to that. They won't pay that no mind. Because they think that they are conquerors. They're superior. They don't care. You can only sell victimhood to inferior people. That's why they can sell it to you. Because you're the victim in this situation. And you're the permanent victim of America. You're the victim. You're the victim. It's not about being mistreated. Listen. A gentleman named Q. Peace be upon him. He's gone. He's no longer here. Right? He made his transition. He started a platform called Worldstar. Worldstar is a platform that got rich on black folks' pain. Because black folks fight each other so much, shoot each other, stab each other so much, uh, bust each other in the head, jump on each other so much that this man created a whole platform and got rich off showing your ignorance. He got rich off of it. You want to get rich? Just show our people in our ignorance. That's what the reality show is, reality TV. You, they's pepper, look, they... These two devils, these police officers, pepper sprayed a black Latino guy in a lieutenant outfit, and everybody's tuned in. And then Mona, who owns the brand, the imprint for uh, Love and Hip Hop, she shows you that twice a week, and she's loved. But they both showing you black pain. One of them get more attention when the police officer do it, but Mona gets a lot of attention too but they're selling you the same thing because you are an inferior people. That's why they can sell you that. That's why they can sell you that.
we're not trying to let you get the we got 457 you can't name me five people because in every situation you're going to suck up all the air in the room to be the biggest victim at all times they got you trained just that way the biggest victim on the planet even go look right now this is what's going on in the last 30 days asians in america have been having some tough times people have been slapping them around Man, they put the pistol on them down in Atlanta, man. God bless you, though. They made, you know, some of them lost their lives. Uh, it, it's been real tough on Asians. Then, you know, the Trump administration didn't help none with throwing the China thing around. And then we don't know real ethnicities. We look, we see, we put them all in one pot. We think the Korean and Japanese and Chinese is all the same, right? So that didn't help them out. But when it came out with a hashtag to talk about what's been going on in their community, they've been feeling physical damage and physical activity and assaults and et cetera, et cetera. Black folks got ahead of that movement and started talking about their pain over Asian folks pain because black folks think that they're the only victims in America. They hold, they're the biggest, they hold dear to that as you know, this is their badge of honor with the most, the champion victim almost. The champion victim. You got people under 35 years old, black folks talking about slavery. Talking about slavery. Man, you, you ain't even 35 years old. Slavery? What you talking about slavery? You got high school, listen, you got high school athletes in the suburbs kneeling doing the anthem. Because they're victims. They're, I had one sister reach out on this platform and she was talking to me about, she wasn't even 35 years old. She was talking to me about slavery. And she was talking about like the horrors of slavery. She was like, yo, you know, they was getting their feet cut off and, and, and they was getting whooped and this and that. And then I was so intrigued, man. She was going so hard. I said, well, damn, sister. I said, well, I know what plantation my family is from. And that wasn't, that's not a part of our family legacy at the plantation that my family from in Greene County, Alabama. I said, well, shit, where's, what plantation is your family from? Because you got, it, man, it was, it's a horror story. Even though we all know slavery was an improper thing, but this story that you got, this is something over the top. I didn't even get that story from my family. And I know, I said, well, what plantation is your family from? I don't know. What you mean you don't know? You just told me a whole story about slavery. Where your family from? You don't know what plantation they're from? No, I don't know what plantation I'm from. Huh? Well, where did you get the story from? Oh, I forgot. Alex Haley gave you, Hollywood gave you your story. Because you're a victim. So because you don't have a real authentic victim story, you just picked up one from Hollywood. You looked at Roots every Thanksgiving and every Christmas. You watch all six or seven series, how many episodes they made, whatever the case may be. And then you took that piece of history as yourself. So now you literally in America have black people talking about slavery and they couldn't even tell you the plantation their family was from. So they mean they just picking up other stories from out the wind somewhere. This is where we at as a people. Unfortunately, though. We don't do victim explaining on Real Black Hunters Forum podcast. We just don't do it. 
because we know in America, the way capitalism is set up, everybody is a victim. It's not just you. It's just not you. People right now are scared to get a vaccine shot because they talk about the Tuskegee experiment, right? But don't you know when those doctors got finished with the Tuskegee experiment, they went down to Guatemala? <laughs> they ran the same show. The same doctors ran the same show down there. You think those folks in Guatemala won't come to the United States and get medical aid because, hey, man, they ran this experiment. No, they're not permanent victims. But you have become the permanent victims of America. And until you be able to see that you are more than a conqueror, brothers and sisters, you won't even get ahead. So when you see our people being shot down by the police, and it's wrong, don't put that all on yourself. You ain't the only one this happens to. It happens to everybody. So unless you're going to put your children out to be members of law enforcement to fix it, or you going to become a member of law enforcement to fix it, or better yet, because you are a taxpayer and a citizen, that makes you able to go along in the local ride-alongs with your police department so you can see what's been going on. If you ain't going to do none of that, just don't say nothing at all, man. Just leave it alone. Because being a victim all the time, every time in America is getting old. It's time that we become conquerors. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you so much for listening, man. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Real Black Content Forum Podcast, Big V, man. I get it with you guys later. Peace.